What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with the first Founders Journal of the week. Founders Journal, for those of you that are listening for the first time, is my daily diary made public for the world, where in audio format, I talk about the biggest wins, losses, challenges, and moments behind the scenes at Morning Brew, building a media business. As always, I'm joined by Josh Kaplan, the producer-in-chief, human Swiss Army knife, and my good friend who asks questions and pushes the conversations further. So today's conversation is going to be about social media, but not just about anything related to social media, specifically how social media is more than just a platform for building personal brand. Let's hop into it. Okay. First off, you definitely have created a personal brand on social media. So that's the baseline for you. At least LinkedIn. Some would say I'm starting to on Twitter, but uh, I'm miles behind other people. Okay. So personal branding, tell people who you are, what you are working on, what your skills are. Sure. That's baseline. People love to do it. Talk about why they're the shit. Essentially. Perfect. Cool. So what else makes social media valuable in the business sense? Yeah. So in my mind, I think generally most people associate social media with like three things. One is brand building, which people either love the idea of or they hate it and they feel like it is the most inauthentic, superficial form of expression that exists. The second is what we call doom scrolling, which is you're sitting at bed in the morning or before you go to sleep and you're just aimlessly scrolling through any of the social platforms, just like fiending for content and you don't know what you're looking for. And the final is shit posting, which I actually don't know what shit posting exactly means, but a lot of people use the word shit posting. And I, I feel like, is it, is it just trolling on platforms? It seems like an intellectual troll. Got it. So it's intellectual trolling on platforms. I feel like it's mostly used on Twitter. So when I think about the value of social media for me, I focus on the personal branding aspect but I actually focus on personal branding as an input or as a means to an end. The end being like where I, where actually so much of the value on social platforms sits. So when I think about as a founder, what have, have I leveraged social media for? There are four things that come to mind. Recruiting great talent, doing market research for our existing products and new products, showering the Morning Brew team with praise because it is so well-deserved. And the fourth is building deep digital relationships. Now, you may ask, like, why does personal branding matter in all this? Because at the end of the day, these social platforms are nothing more than digital town squares. These are digital gathering places where there are a ton of people. There's a ton of noise. And what you are trying to do is be able to stand out from the noise so people know who you are, what you're about, the content you're creating, and hopefully believe you're a legitimate voice in the space that you play in. So my perspective is, if you are not working to create content and build personal brand for yourself, how are you going to unlock any of the four opportunities that I just outlined? So my belief is personal branding and creating content is a means to an end. And if you are expecting to get value out of social platforms, you need to give value so you build a name for yourself such that people want to actually talk with you. And so that's how I've thought about LinkedIn and even Twitter for the longest time. And so I'll give you an example. The reason that this came to mind today is because I was actually on Twitter and I've been fascinated recently by this idea of unbundling the MBA. If you can create a space to deliver high quality, real world knowledge about businesses to make you smarter at thinking about business, as well as a space to build a high quality network, 
and it doesn't cost a shit ton of money. You don't have to take on debt. It doesn't have to take up two years of your life. It's actually a lifelong process. To me, that's fascinating. And when I when I've been thinking about what are different parts of the traditional MBA, one part of the traditional MBA is case studies, right? Like if you've if you've gone to school and ever took a business class, a core part of your business class was probably at some point getting a Harvard Business School case study put in front of you. There's probably one to five pages outlined some case, potentially it was about Cisco or IBM or Xerox. And then there would be prompts to talk about with your professor and with the class. And so my view was, what does this look like for our generation? What is the Harvard Business School case study and discussion look like for the digital age? And I was able to both ask this question, solicit feedback, and have deep conversations about this on Twitter after posting it probably 30 minutes prior to having these discussions. This all comes back to the importance of building a personal brand on social, because if I hadn't spent, call it the last year, of creating consistent content on Twitter, like I have on LinkedIn, I would have never gotten engagement on this post about Harvard Business Case Studies for our generation. I would have never gotten comments on that. I would have never received direct messages from people who are passionate about the topic. And those would have never led to really deep and interesting conversations. And so, to, to compare it, what yeah. would have happened if you Googled that question? If I Googled that question, I, I don't know. Like I, 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 what I literally would have done, I mean, I'm going to do that right now. If I type in what the, the modern version of Harvard Business School case studies, what comes up is <laughs> three, three ads one from harvard.edu, one from hbs.edu, and one from laaf.org. Then one is literally a link to case studies from Harvard Business School. Then there's a Financial Times article about why Harvard's case studies are under fire. That seems interesting. But there's nothing that answers this question. And because it doesn't exist yet, there's, not, there's nothing that's going to truly be searchable unless it does exist. And because you did it in a social way, it'll compound for the next time. You'll answer somebody else's question. The people that answered yours is it builds on itself. So the following opportunity, you're going to get even better results from your search compared to a Google search that will not compound. A hundred percent. And to me, that's like of the four examples I talked about, I get benefit or get value from social platforms, recruiting market research, showering your team with praise and building relationships. This was an example of doing market research, but you have to think to yourself, if you're just sitting on a social platform all day long with no following, just asking people questions, asking for value, asking for people's thoughts, people are going to get sick of you. They're not going to follow you. And so I think if you reverse engineer, how do you get to a place where you have an audience that is willing to answer questions and willing to engage in dialogue around really interesting topics? It all stems from a place of giving value through great content, building up brand and legitimacy. Then one day, you will hopefully be able to actually ask for value, which is other people's time and thoughts. What's the next one? What's the next what? You've got a bunch. Should we do praise? So we'll do praise, yeah. So I think, it, and this is also topical because right now I'm reading a book called The Personal MBA by Josh Kaufman. And one part of this book is about human psychology and just like uh, it talks about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It talks about also the number one thing that people yearn for is signaling of social status and things that amplify people's social status. And so my view is people at Morning Brew are doing such incredible work and people enjoy being given accolades and uh, recognition in a lot of different ways. Before this conversation, Josh, you were saying like, you really appreciate when I give you like appreciation in a one-on-one -on -one setting. 
But there are some people who potentially, rather than a one-on-one setting, love the idea of being called out in front of 2.4 million readers or 50,000 LinkedIn followers. And so to me, being able to shower our team members with praise on incredible work they're doing inside of Morning Brew or outside of Morning Brew, doing it on LinkedIn or Twitter is just one tool in an expansive toolkit that I should be thinking about constantly to make sure people are recognized for the work that they're doing. Another benefit. Should we do one more and then call it an episode? Yeah. I mean, the final thing that I would say is the building relationships part is actually the most important thing to me. I think, and maybe this makes me look like a loser, maybe not. I think I've built more close friendships digitally over social in the last two years than in-person relationships. I think there, there are more people that I talk to on a regular basis on Twitter and LinkedIn who push me to look at the world differently, who are great uh, intellectual sparring partners. And I think that number is higher on Twitter and LinkedIn than in real life. And so I don't believe I will, would have ever had the opportunity to say that if I didn't work hard for a long time to build a personal brand that gave, made myself discoverable by these other people. And now it's an incredible feeling to be able to talk to people who are smarter than me that I can learn from on a daily basis. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I've enjoyed this for my own profiles about podcasting and audio and having this time last year, we didn't even have a podcast and I didn't know anything. And now a ton of people have helped me so much. And, and one of the analogies that we had used earlier was if you're not engaging in this online community somewhere on any platform, it's as if you're living in a small rural town out of touch with the future and what's going on in the big city. So it's something I've been thinking about as well and have definitely benefited, benefited yeah. from greatly. I, I, think, I think it is the, the, like the best analogy you think about 100 years ago. All of people's identity and time was dedicated in the physical world. Now, if you think about how much of your identity and your time and attention is split between physical and the digital, it's definitely not 100% zero. And everyone sits on some part of the spectrum. And so I think to that point, to not put your stake in the ground in a part of the world where people are dedicating a ton of their identity, their attention, and their focus, I think is a miss. And it's really important to think about that in the context of your own career. Thank you everyone for listening to the first Founders Journal of the week. This episode went deep into how social is more than about building personal brands. And uh, I'll, uh, I'll catch you tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.